You're listening to the Lifting Her Voice podcast, episode number 44. Today we'll read the 16th and last chapter of Mark together. The women didn't need to roll away the stone. The eleven were rebuked for their unbelief, and Jesus ascended into heaven. Welcome to the Lifting Her Voice podcast. I'm your host, Joy Miller, and I invite you to grab your Bible and join me as we simply read God's Word together. Some things require discipline, and sometimes that's just not easy to muster by yourself, no matter how badly you want to do it or how much you know you should. It's just easier to do it with a friend. So refill your coffee or tea, get comfortable in your favorite chair, and follow along as I read aloud. I'm so glad you're here. I don't know what to be more excited about today, Jesus rising from the dead, or that you completed another book of the New Testament start to finish. I really hope to hear from some of you, whether on Facebook or where you listen to Lifting Her Voice, or on the website www.liftinghervoice.com. I want you to tell me if reading the Bible systematically makes a difference in your understanding. Have some blanks been filled in for you? Who's your favorite personality? Have some myths been disproven? What was your favorite aha moment? Do you feel like you know Jesus better? I can't wait to hear from you. Mark chapter 16 When the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Salome bought spices so they could go and anoint him. Very early in the morning, on the first day of the week, they went to the tomb at sunrise. They were saying to one another, Who will roll away the stone from the entrance to the tomb for us? Looking up, they noticed that the stone, which was very large, had been rolled away. When they entered the tomb, they saw a young man dressed in a white robe sitting on the right side. They were alarmed. Don't be alarmed, he told them. You are looking for Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He has risen. He is not here. See the place where they put him? But go, tell his disciples and Peter, he is going ahead of you to Galilee. You will see him there, just as he told you. They went out and ran from the tomb, because trembling and astonishment overwhelmed them and they said nothing to anyone since they were afraid. Some of the earliest manuscripts conclude with verse 8. Early on the first day of the week, after he had risen, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had driven seven demons. They went and reported to those who had been with him as they were mourning and weeping. 
Yet when they heard that he was alive and had been seen by her, they did not believe it. After this, he appeared in a different form to two of them walking on their way into the country, and they went and reported it to the rest, who did not believe them either. Later, he appeared to the eleven themselves as they were reclining at the table. He rebuked their unbelief and hardness of heart because they did not believe those who saw him after he had risen. Then he said to them, Go into all of the world and preach the gospel to all creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name they will drive out demons, they will speak in new tongues, they will pick up snakes. If they should drink anything deadly, it will not harm them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will get well. So the Lord Jesus, after speaking to them, was taken up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. And they went out and preached everywhere, while the Lord worked with them and confirmed the word by the accompanying signs. Tell his disciples and Peter. Why do you think Peter was specially named? The last time we heard from Peter was the night of Jesus' trial. He wept and was mortified that he had, as predicted, denied his Savior. He must have felt so ashamed, like most of us would. I imagine him lamenting his actions, replaying them over and over in his mind, piling regret on top of shame on top of regret. I also imagine him thinking that the Lord could not possibly forgive him for this offense, this total lack of faith, and that it somehow would disqualify him as an apostle. Tell his disciples and Peter that he'll see them in Galilee. That was a future, a hope. Jesus' mercy and grace are always available to us, even when we think what we've done is unforgivable. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for your endless mercy and grace. Thank you that there is nothing we can't bring to you in godly sorrow that we won't be forgiven for. I praise you for overcoming death so that we can live. Amen. Thank you for joining me here today. I pray God will grow in you what has been planted and watered here. In this time of unprecedented struggle worldwide, we can look to God for guidance and comfort. Be sensitive to those in your circle of influence who need a word of encouragement and invite them to join us. If you like the show, it would be great if you'd give it a five-star review. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. See you right here tomorrow. Be well.